Welcome to the podcast where you eavesdrop into conversations between my friends and I on a weekly basis. My name is Lily Jo, I'm a singer, songwriter, and I perform shows all over the world. I'm a qualified counsellor and an emotional well-being coach. You can also check out my award-winning online mental health resource, The Lily Jo Project. I know you will find gems of wisdom within the conversations that I have with my friends. Hopefully you will find tools and resources that you can hold on to, try and test for yourself all around the important subject of mental health and personal development. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode of Eavesdrop. This week's podcast features our good friend and founder of the Busy Doing Good platform, Claire Hooper. In today's episode, we get up close and personal with Claire as she shares with us stories about her life as a mum, her greatest achievements and advice for balancing work and family. Grab a brew, stay tuned, you're welcome to Eavesdrop. Thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for making the effort to make the journey and be here. So tell me, tell the listeners, what are your greatest achievements? Oh, when you wrote this question, I was like, well, good question. It's a good question because have you ever done the strength finder? I have, and I love it. My top one is achiever. So for me, when you ask me, I'm like, I love to get to the end of the day and go, tick box, I've done something really good for the world today. I really enjoy achieving good yeah. things. My greatest achievement would be my family and kids. Mm. Not just saying that as a cliche, like they, I love, 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 love being a mum above anything else. Nobody yeah. else can be mum to my kids and it's my greatest joy to have. Finally an adult. I raised an adult this year. I love that. A whole real life adult person. <laughs> He started in my tummy as a tiny little being, and now he's grown. Well, he's not so; he's still quite tiny now, but he's, he's and he's amazing. But he's, he's, he is he is just a delight, and he's such a good young man, and I love him. Yeah. So yeah, the kids and watching them really flourish into being independent, like courageous human beings mm. is such a delight. Married for twenty one years in February. Wow! So that I feel like is an achievement. Absolutely. I mean, gosh, I mean the, the highs and the lows of oh, that must yeah. have been diamonds and stones. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Some days have been up there and some days have been, what have I done? What, you know, what was I thinking? But yeah, you, you just, you just take that through. And we were not really childhood sweethearts, but we met at 18 and 19 and Mm. we've um, dated for five years and then married for 21 years. So it's been a good time. It's a achievement, yeah. 26 years in each Mm. other's worlds. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. And I don't, I suppose work-wise, I feel like I've, I've always knew I wanted to be a working parent. You know, mm-hmm. you find yourself on a sliding scale, don't you? Yeah. Some are like absolutely want to be full time and love to have kids or even don't want to have children and feel like they're in a career mode. Or some are right at the opposite end of the scale where they're a stay at home mum. I probably am in the middle. Uh-huh. I always knew I wanted to work and I always wanted to knew, wanted to raise a family and I kind of wanted to do half and half to try yeah. and have the best of both worlds. So the jobs that I've picked to do, I've, I've tried to fit around that. I worked for in teaching for years and we achieved, as a team there, we achieved some amazing things. We had groups of students that would come from high school with no GCSEs. That was the group that we taught between us and you'd be looking at these young men and young women, no exams, no nothing, never passed anything, never finished anything and we worked out a really sneaky system that helped them achieve better and between us as a team of teachers there was three of us that were on this team we just constantly used to be creative in saying how can we get these students to for the first time in their life to pass something wow. so we had we had a few years on the run where 100% of the students that came achieved pass and above and 100% of the students no retain 100% retention so every student that started finished Stayed. the course yeah wow I mean, in, in FE that's, that's like incredible but in children and young men and women who emotional behavioral difficulties challenging like circumstances maybe do most of their schooling improves achieved nothing in terms of academic we had the so it was a great achieve- i mean that was brill that's then i i think i think just carrying that same desire to see things people live beyond be aspirational for what they could do has been taken me into other roles as well i mm. managed a daycare for a number of years with a friend of mine and again we just 
took a young group of young women as employees and maybe minimum wage. So like, here you go, somebody not necessarily skilled and some some skills because they've nursed nurse qualifications and put it together. And we worked over a period of five or six years and got that to outstanding. Wow. I know. But for us, it was it what it was about was taking huh. again the same group, the same kinds of people, those who maybe would never experience this kind of high you know mm-hmm. some people live in that elite don't they mm-hmm. where they're already got a sense of understanding about achieving goals or like you know passing exams or being able to because they've had parents influence or a great teacher or a coach but there's lots of people who don't who just drift into wow. life or job yeah. or experience or parenthood or whatever comes next for them without somebody behind them just going we could do this together. Yeah. So the day everybody needs very much... a cheerleader, don't yeah, they? Everybody totally. needs someone that's going to go. I believe in Absolutely. you. I love you. Keep going. And yeah. like you say, not everybody has yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. At home, you take yeah, that for granted. Totally. And so then if you've not got it at home, is there another way you can introduce that? So that's definitely the ethos we had in that department. And Real. because we, in both those settings, I mean, you've got the teaching, so there's loads of, like, um, restrictions on, on what you're supposed to be pointing the students to. And in daycare, there's Ofsted, so you've yeah. got all these elements... But in actual fact, if you don't make it about the end goal and about the way you get there instead, mm. we just found that much more positive. Okay. So we kept saying, we don't, we don't work for Ofsted. We work for the parents of these children. Yeah. We d- so we, what we want is next, sure. the best experience for these families and children that are coming. And for those young women who were working in that daycare, they could understand that. Mm. So they didn't have the fear of this massive organisation looming over them every day. Yeah. They were inspired to create a better better environment for the children that that, and along the way we made sure they tick boxes but yeah but but for them you know we've got this group of people so yeah that and then just loads of amazing opportunities with yeah. my jobs that I've been in I've had some great jobs met some amazing people over wow. my years in life just do you think people are fascinating amazing. and curious and interesting and yeah what are your other strengths finders so what are your other top uh, yeah. four can you remember yeah so achievers my top one and yeah. then responsibility oh, so I'm okay. a responsibility taker yeah belief yeah includer and strategic wow so you've yeah. nearly so you haven't got any orange any influencer no not not that apparently surprises not. me but people often suggest i might have woo but i don't i mean yeah but apparently the top 10 in that strength finder are very close yes they you are can fluctuate, you can so. get you can get all yeah. 34 as well and like see what they all are yeah i'd love to do that at some mm. point and you can do it for children as well yeah, well, I've never done it for my... I've done other tests for my kids, but have you done it with yours? Not yet. Mm. I only found that out on Friday. How young do they reckon I think it was that? 10. Okay, yeah, that would make sense because they're a bit more formed down yeah. there in their thinking. and So it's really interesting. Yeah. So I have in mind, my first one is Activator. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I have hear that Activator you. and Maximizer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. kind of that's two orange ones. Mm. I don't have any purple though, like you. Yeah, so yeah. I, which is the execution yeah, and strengths. Yeah. Whereas Pete on, on my team, team, he has quite a lot of those, and so does Shelby, yeah, which yeah. is fantastic. Mm. And then I have some people ones. I have empathy. Yeah. And then I have futuristic yeah. in the red. I think if I get to the end of a day and I've not done something productive, I'll go home and empty Do something clean. Yeah. Just to feel like I've got yeah, something that sure. I can put on my little internal tick box of like yeah. I've done something good today. Well, apparently <laughs> achievers start every day at zero. So when you right? wake yeah, up, that's true. you start again at zero. That's so right. you have that's to achieve. What I would do. Yeah, yeah. And so I was asking, yeah. so my friend Karen, she's a strengths finder coach and okay. she's been trained oh, in the Gallup Strengths Finder. She's been to America and she paid a lot of money to do it. She's incredible. And I was sat in a team with her the other day and watched her do a session. And Interesting. it was brilliant. And she said, she's an achiever. Yeah. And so I asked the question, how do achievers rest? Because yeah. if you have to start every day at zero, but you have to achieve something yeah. to get to the end of the day, how do you rest? And she said, I have to put it on my to-do list <laughs> <laughs> to rest, whether that's having a bath or yeah, yeah. she now uses all her train journeys as rest. Mm. And she used to work on train journeys yeah, because yeah. she was an achiever. So she would she read books or watch mm. DVDs or do something to... It's true. And I think I suppose instinctively I would do that. 
and, and, and when you match them all up with other parts of your personality, then they're your strengths, they're your, your leadership gifts. Yeah. Then you've got the Enneagram, which is your yes. internal drivers. Have you done your Enneagram? I've just done it, but tell me tell me more about the Enneagram. Now, I'm really new to the Enneagram. Same. Yeah. But the numbers represent drivers, don't they? Mm-hmm. The, the, your core drivers are your core beliefs that make you respond to other people. And you can have, again, like all of them, positive or negative. So I'm a two, which is the helper. Yes. So what did you come out as? Oh, I don't like mine, but oh. apparently you don't like the ones that you are. Apparently, so I'm the performer. Okay. Type three, I think yes, that was. Yes, yeah, I've got a friend. I think that's Matt as well. That's yeah, friend, so that's sort of, it's very driven, very goal-focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just didn't like I just didn't like it. I was like, I don't want to be that person. I want to be a nice, kind person. Yeah, I know, I know but when you read the negatives. Exactly. So like the helper for me, they're all actually performance-based, if you mm-hmm. read them, that you, you behave a certain way because you want that, you want to be seen as better in somebody's eyes. So it's all to do with your nurture as a child, I believe, and how right. you were nurtured or maybe even lack of nurture caused you to behave in a certain way. And then you perform out a role that is that recognises the drivers that are inside of you. Now you've got. I've not done loads of research, no. but that's as far as I've got. So and then the, I really enjoyed it, and somebody really recommended it to me, and I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. But I've not yeah. got any further. Yeah, I've listened yeah, yeah. to a couple of podcasts on yeah. it, but it's very fascinating, isn't it? It's so fascinating. I think you know, incredibly, incredibly important to know and understand yourself. Because then you understand what makes you tick. You understand why you think the way that you do, and then why other people don't think like you. Yeah. And so then you can have much more empathy, can yeah, you? You can celebrate. Yeah, that. you can celebrate those differences, and you can actually celebrate the differences that are in you. And you got my personality is the protagonist on the. Have you ever done the sixteen personalities test? No. The ENFJ. So that's no. another one. So that's more how your life experiences have developed your personality type. So your mm. personality traits are much more about the way you do things or tick the way that you interact with people. So I am an ENFJ, which is, again, very similar to the helper. It's a, I want to do things for the greater good. Yeah. I want to make the world a better place, and shouldn't we all? Yeah. You know, and sometimes yeah. I can be imp- imp- impatient as to, why don't you all want to do, you know, like, good works all the time, and then achiever, <laughs> and then I'm a responsibility taker, and I'm like, goodness me, people! <laughs> Life is very full. I love that. So that does lead me on to the next question. Because we look. So yeah, tell us about what you're doing in the world now to help people. Tell us about busy doing good. Oh yes, I mean that was a dream I've had for a long time. I did started with a blog actually. It's funny the things that you find yourself doing that you were like this could never be me. If I put this down on paper, if you'd have told myself my younger self what I would be doing it. I am the least likely person to want to write something. I avoid writing. I'm only a mildly dyslexic, but I'm not a reader. I struggle to absorb information in the written word. I'm much more a practical doer. I love listening to people. I love doing things alongside people, but sitting down and reading or writing would have been like my last on my list of things for enjoyment. So when I started to really think about communicating some ideas around parenting and family life and, you know, it just started bubbling up inside Mm. of me. I had that when you've just been like, well, I suppose this podcast is that for you or your music. It just bubbles up inside of you. It burns brighter and you think, I need an outlet for that. And at the time, this is maybe four years ago, blogging was still quite a, you know, maybe on the decline a little bit, but still quite an easy way of communicating your thoughts, Mm -hmm. your experiences, like a your Pinterest ideas that are in your head and put it all down on paper. So I started doing a parenting blog, just one on my own, but it just never felt like it was, never felt like it was fully right, like complete. I wanted to include a lot of people and I tried to do it in that one blog place, but it didn't work. So earlier this year, I was like, okay, I'm just going to relook at this whole thing. I'm going to find a way of including lots of people's ideas. It's just because it's what I love to do, like yeah. include her, you know, yeah. if we go back to that, I'm like, yeah. you've got way better ideas than me on that subject or I can pull it all together so uh, it actually is very new it was only September we actually finally launched it but it's been brewing behind the scenes longer than that yeah so and what is it tell, it's, tell yeah, listeners. sorry sorry tell you what is it she's like tell, she's like yeah 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 creative creative gets the point clap <laughs> artist I'm an artist I'm an artist can't rush these things my maximizer was like come on tick box what is busy doing good 
Okay, it is an online resource, yes. but mainly it is an, a magazine on Instagram, an Instazine. So rather than filling people's feed every day with something inspirational, we are once a month collecting together like magazine type information and releasing it all in one go on Instagram. An Instazine, it's a magazine so on cool. Instagram. I love yeah, it. It's fun. And it's the followers have really grown from zero. From zero to, to, to nearly a uh, thousand followers. Yeah, like, yeah by not, the time this by goes the time, out, probably I'm sure there yeah. will be. And um, it's like obviously caught the attention, and it's a faith-based one, but it's but it's more like it's to help people use what we would say like the ways of Jesus, that 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 lifestyle. This man that, if you're a person of faith, you might understand it a little bit. That this this man that that lived a life on on earth and then wrote these things down and did things in certain ways, impacted. How do you bring that into a modern day family life? And that's what busy doing good is for. It's inspirational. It's aspirational. It's fun. It's a collective it's a club it's a it's a doing it together it's because we're busy doing good from the moment we wake up to when we go to sleep moment our head raises from the pillow to when it hits family life is all about collecting those moments and putting it all together and i just think takes a village to raise a child we need some help don't we sometimes absolutely yeah you've contributed you did a video for us i have contributed i loved it i actually filmed my video in a taxi and the taxi driver was just like (laughs) what are you doing Oh, well done. I didn't even hear the taxi driver. <laughs> I was in the, in the back seat. I had to do a lot of takes to get that right. Yeah, this taxi driver, poor yeah. guy. Going from Houston to Pimlico. Well, I think we probably will have had about, so far, about 50 people contribute to it. Wow. And that's just going to grow because each time we do, there's nine squares. So each time we do it, so nine good. different contributors mm-hmm. pulling together ideas, fun facts, wisdom, collective. Mm. And it's colourful and it's bright and it's yeah. a pop of joy on your Instagram it's feed. It's beautiful. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And I love your heart, Claire, for partnership Mm. and working together because so many people just kind of sit in their corners and say this is mine this is what Mm. I'm doing whereas actually you know we can do so much more but we collaborate and we work together and we partner and we're open with our stuff you know and I think that's really you know it's a central part of what you're doing is this collaboration it feels Mm. really good yeah I can't imagine any other way of doing it and as part of what we're developing further is we're looking to continue to develop inclusive tools on there as well so looking at using tools that help those that might be out there in in the parenting community that are hard of hearing or visually impaired or developing developing an accessible resource on social media I mean you think about how does somebody who cannot see access images on Instagram and yeah so we're developing that we're not there yet I'd love some advice if anybody out there at all has got any better ideas as to how to do that I'm really new at it but it's it's very important to me that it's inclusive mm. and I'm not in this on my own busy doing good we are a team I've got yeah. a crew of people that other parents and designers and that are, that are currently just volunteering their time to put it Great. together yeah well done thank you it's not easy to just take an idea Mm. and make it an actual Mm. thing that is accessible to people in the world I know (laughs) (laughs) zero to everything it's like it takes time and effort so well done for doing it taking the step of faith I'd recommend I think there's there's a lot of people that sit on ideas at home and they just need that little bit of courage your confidence grows doesn't it you know when you watch children walk and they have that they just need a tiny bit of courage to walk but once they've wow. once they've got that momentary amount of courage and they begin to do it it's then confidence that grows so it, your courage if you've got something you're sitting on an idea yeah. or a dream or a thought or a just you should at least just go for it just or, or if you know somebody who's close to you has got one just yeah. cheer them on yeah absolutely celebrate them even if it doesn't come to anything it's we know a good bit of cheer we all need a cheerleader yeah absolutely we do all need a cheerleader Mm. there's a quote i don't know if it was a book or it was going around a lot a while ago and i saw it on my pinterest last night because i was looking back through some old boards because what do you do with your pinterest boards you pin stuff then you never look back (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's a good idea pin never bake it never cook it (laughs) never buy that outfit you feel like you have you feel like you have baked it because it's in there (laughs) (laughs) you might yeah, yeah. I looked back through and there was an image right. and it was 
It only takes 20 seconds of insane courage to make a difference. Wow. You know, if you just take that step, just 20 seconds of walking across that room and making a step. Just braving it. It can do anything. I know. And we found that definitely this year, like Pete and I and Shelby and the team here at the Lily Joe Project team, we've just been being really brave. Yeah. And just... Emailing some people, yeah. and then they go, "Yeah, sure." And then yeah. you go, "Oh, okay, what do you do now?" It's happening. Like that wasn't you know, the response yeah. I was expecting. Yeah, and actually, you might get a hundred yeah. no's, but yeah, you might get one yes, yeah, yeah. one very important yes. Yeah, it's true, and it is worth it, isn't it? For it's that one true. yes, it's true. And I think the the adventure of life, and that's what sometimes gives you the ability to. Get yourself through some challenging seasons as well. You know, it's not all. There are absolutely times in your life when it's really important to just pause and rest. But there's sometimes when when things are difficult and you face challenges that it's nothing better than to have something to look forward to. Yeah. And it could be a creative outlet. It could be a a project. It could be something new, a new club or a new hobby or going somewhere and being brave, making friends, going to one of those events that you've seen on Instagram. They do them all the time, the blogger events. It's like, just get yourself there. Be brave. Go to a meetup or a, you know, a new, a local meeting of some kind. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I hope that Someone, yeah, to just get out and do something mm. different this year, especially mm. you know, this is new year, new yeah, start. Yeah, you know, what is it that you have yeah. had burden on your heart to do that you've yeah. never had the courage to step out and do? Yeah. Now's your chance, yeah, totally. Clean slate. Brené Brown says that unused creativity is like cancer to the bones, Ooh. and I think she's well, yeah, she's always right, but I think she's right. <laughs> she's amazing. Like, Brené, if you're listening, I think you're right, yeah, okay, 100%. <laughs> It just makes you feel like if you're not, if you've got that thing inside of you and you don't expose that creativity, it just eats away at you. It becomes painful. Mm. And if you're not doing things that are like your purpose and attached to your purpose and doing things that, why are you on this planet? Yeah. That's why those personality tests are so good, right? They're really helpful, aren't they? To understand why you're here now, why you're this, why this world is spinning and it's been so many times around the sun and you've been on it for so long and it's your life now it's a purpose to everything on that yeah i'm a big believer in that in destiny and purpose absolutely season two of eavesdrop is kindly sponsored by mediconf mediconf promote excellence in health education throughout the uk for more information on mediconf go to mediconf.co.uk please find the links in the description box below How have you discovered your purpose? Um, ooh, wow, <laughs> gosh. And what would you say your purpose yeah, is? So it's, it's to be helpful. Yeah, that definitely helpful. mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. You are a helpful person. You bring help to yeah, others. Yeah. I'm an agitator of creativity, I would say. Oh, that's So cool. I really, like, I mean, I just feel like, for me, I would love to be in somebody's world for just a few minutes. Like Nanny McPhee, when you... When you need me but don't want me, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> but when you want me, when you want me but don't need me, that's when I'm when it's time to go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Although I haven't got all her warts and bad teeth. Hopefully, no, 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 like no. <laughs> yes. but yeah. An agitator of creativity. Yeah. To be helpful. To help people. I, I think see like a greater good. To galvanize people together. To do great things together. And to live a life that they can be proud of. I really would love to help people. Just be able to break free of some of those things that cause them to feel like there's shame in their lives or it could have gone better and it didn't and you know Mm. you bump into people all the time who just haven't got the encouragement around them Mm. the people that they're living with the people that they're working with the people that they're doing life with not celebrating who they are so I suppose I found that out for me I would say my faith was a massive element of what how I found my purpose Mm -hmm. I think that those elements that came together so I would say I follow Jesus as the person that I follow and in him the celebration of my faith is what helped me find a completeness in me for some people faith for them is not as important but your path to discovering who you are is definitely whether you're a believer in Jesus or a believer in another faith or not an internal job you know like your your understanding of who you are and understanding what your purpose is is not about what you do but it's about the way that you do things I think much more important yeah does that wow. make sense yeah that really makes sense really deep Claire oh sorry I like 
Have I gone there? You've gone there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect anything less from you. Absolutely. So I believe that... Moving on a little bit, but yeah. sort of on the same subject, like forgiveness is oh, a real yeah. key. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In unlocking, like, mental well-being. Yeah, actually. definitely. Being able to forgive and let go mm. and move forward is absolutely so important. Yes, definitely. Do you have any real examples of, <laughs> oh, of forgiveness? Loads! <laughs> Every day! Forgiveness and how <laughs> forgiving someone yeah. helps to move forward and to be in the position you're in yeah, now where totally. you're living free yeah, and you're totally. achieving and you're being yeah. helpful and you're securing who you are. Yeah. But I do believe that forgiveness has to play a huge part and role in that. When you live with unforgiveness, it's like replaying, isn't it, that YouTube clip over and over again. You go back to the same clip and you play it over again and you play it over again and you look for even more detail in it and you replay the story and before you know it, you know that story so well that you forget what's actually going on in the now and unforgiveness keeps you trapped in a moment. It keeps you captivated and captured by that one moment or maybe multiple moments. People Mm. do bad stuff. Mm. They're actually like... Every day we bump into humans, being human and being like, and our vulnerability then gets affected by somebody else's thoughtlessness. What are the three? I think people do bad things to other people three different ways. Um, Through deliberate fault, through ignorance and through um, weakness. Mm -hmm. So like out of choice. So people behave badly towards you out of choice. I don't think that's the biggest way people behave badly towards us. In my experience, I'm like, most people, it is ignorance. It's like thoughtlessness. Yeah. They do something and they weren't really thinking about you. They were either thinking about themselves or not thinking about anything and then they bump into you and hurt you. Or then through, like, the weakness of they just cannot help themselves. Like, they just have patterns. They own have patterns of behaviour. And we are the same to other people. We behave sure. badly through ignorance, through weakness, through deliberate fault, all of those things. And they cause us to have intersections and add trauma into each one of our lives and in those moments we have a couple of choices we can make we can allow those points of trauma and interactions that are unhelpful or unkind to keep us trapped and captivated or we can use them to build our character for the future yes and yeah I mean I gosh I could I could I'm sure as many people do I could talk about many opportunities where I've had the chance to live in unforgiveness and um I'm not sure that that's as helpful as saying, well, I mean, good stories are always helpful, aren't they? But I'm not sure it's as helpful of just saying that. I would just recommend that you pause, press pause on some of those stories that you've been replaying over and over again. Just think about it and say, is do I want to live here now? Is this where I want what I want my life to be captivated by? Or is there something that I could be captivated by differently? So is there a place that I could live that allows me to live freer than staying in that place, ruminating? And I would use like a form of meditation. As a believer, I would use prayers or I would use Bible verses to meditate on. But it, it frees your mind to think positively about the place that you're in ruminating causes you to go over something again and again and again and replay it and replay the pain and the discomfort and it actually becomes more painful I think the more you play something over but when you live and you meditate then on the good things that are around you on the people that are offering what is that about do you ever find that you ever had a, a situation where you've posted something or or written something or and somebody writes there's just one negative comment or one like you know yeah something that you're not sure about what they say and you can fixate on that one thing. Yeah, and yet there's all the positives. All, all, all those hundreds of beating hearts that have been positive towards you, hundreds of beating hearts that have been kind, all the people that you meet, all these all these beautiful human beings that yeah. smile at you, that care for you, that provide for you, that want to be around you, and that one, that one thing that causes you because it's a point of trauma, but actually only you can pause that video, that YouTube clip, and yeah. decide what you're going to do with that pain that you've been through. For some people, you would know as a counsellor, you mm-hmm. need a bit more help to get over those moments, don't you? Yeah. And sometimes you do need somebody to talk to, a trusted friend or a counsellor or a therapist or to get some medical professional help. But very often you just need to press pause, say, do I want to live there or do I want to move on and move on to my future? That's for me, like... Yeah, again, have I gone to... Have I gone? So, so helpful. <laughs> Absolutely so helpful. I think, yeah... Have like, you got any stories? You might have some. I have lots of stories yeah. of, like, times where I've been stuck. 
yeah in okay. unforgiveness yeah, yeah and just like ah and it just doesn't affect the other person oh no in any way shape or no, form no. it only affects yeah, me yeah. and yeah. only stops me yeah, yeah and i think it's just so important that we decide actually we need to break the cycle press pause and move forward yeah. and actually recently i've been seeing a counselor yeah and it's been amazing found it helpful oh it's just so helpful to just yeah. go and sit with someone who doesn't yeah. know you from adam i know and you can just share what's going on they yeah. have no idea who anyone is that yeah, you're yeah. talking about really yeah you totally know? and you can just lay it all there leave it there and leave and yeah I remember she said to me after the first session, I hope you found that helpful, or maybe yeah. she didn't say that, but it was along those lines of, yeah. you know, thank you. And, yeah. and I was like, well, I will i don't know how I feel about yeah. it yet. Yeah. So I'll let you know next week yeah. how this week's session has yeah. impacted yeah, me. Yeah. And I remember getting to like halfway through the week and thinking, I just feel a bit lighter. Yeah, okay. And I can't quite put my yeah, finger yeah. on it. I was walking my dog and I was like, I just feel lighter. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. all of that is just hidden and unseen within totally. us. Yeah, absolutely. But it was like in me, all this stuff that's yeah, yeah. then been yeah, exercised yeah. out of me. Yeah, I know. Through talking. Through talking. Or just being able to communicate what you felt about something. And for some people, that isn't talking, actually. Uh, you know, for some people, they're not... Ex- no, ex- externally. External, that's it, external process, yeah. For some <coughs> people, they're internal processes. But just the fact that you've got somebody who will let you get to the end of your sentence... Oh, it's an epidemic of this <laughs> modern-day society, is we don't let each other finish what each other's saying. It's like we all can interpret, because so much is going on all the time. And, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you get sense, especially people who talk a lot, I, w- I wonder sometimes... I think maybe you've just never been listened to, you know, like, and, and maybe I'm not that person, but maybe <coughs> you'd need to pay somebody to go and sit or just listen to you and you can yeah. just get to the end of your thoughts and you might just feel better. I've got a friend who's a therapist and she says very often people come at different times of their journey, but she said sometimes they will come and they will explain everything they're feeling either in an email or in one session and that's enough. Yes. It's just the ability to communicate something like you were saying, the hiddenness. Yeah. Like, to articulate what went on, the fact that it was crap, and bad stuff happened, and I just need to be able to say it to somebody, and then I can move on. For some people, that is enough of a healing journey. For some people, they need to be able to go back and... Like, be able to uncover what buried trauma there might have been. Mm. But actually, you know, different people are just very different in the way yeah, they process it. Exactly. And it depends how far on in your journey. I remember yeah. seeing someone who had suffered some abuse as a child and she was in her 50s and yeah. she was just like, four sessions and we were done. Yeah. Because she was ready. Yeah, she was ready. She'd chosen it yeah, and she yeah. was ready to process that and move yeah, on yeah. from it. So I think it really is about so true. how you process yeah. and how you choose to process. And so if you are listening out there yeah. and you just want that clean mm. slate, fresh mm. start, mm. therapy is so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Both me and my husband have been there. We've got a great lady that we meet. I had somebody when I was much younger as well and processed yeah. a lot of things there. It's just that time to communicate what's been going on even if you've not experienced, like, you know, what you would feel is trauma. Yeah. Even just stuff <clears throat> that people have done to you, like ignorance, weakness, deliberate fault, whatever those things are that you face that you've bumped up into, the path to living free of that pain, because it buries, gets buried in you, is just, it's much better on the other side. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's much better on the other side. It's so good. And I, I remember sitting there in therapy recently and just being like, the thing is, and I said this to my counsellor, I'm sharing it with all of you guys now, but I just said, I feel like I'm coming in here and I'm talking to you and there's so many people out there with proper mm. hard things going yeah. on and I feel like this is just like, you know, nothing really. Yeah. And she was like, that makes me really sad that you don't feel like your mm. stuff isn't important. Yeah. That you're not valuing yourself yeah. enough to think Gosh, that yeah. you're not important. Yeah. She was like, if you're going to be out there helping so many people, yeah. you need to be okay. Yeah. So this is really important to yeah. you. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Because we yeah, can yeah. just feel like we're it's not true. worthy of yeah, yeah. therapy or, yeah, yeah. you know, our stuff isn't that bad. But actually, if yeah, it's yeah. causing a blockage yeah. and it's stopping you from living your truest, fullest life so true. and crossing that room with courage, 
please do yeah, yeah. think about yeah, yeah, absolutely. Checking, checking out and finding a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to do. Like, I... Yeah just googled and even as a counsellor you don't always know counsellors yeah and I just googled like counsellors local to my yeah. area used the postcode counselling directory yeah, is amazing yeah. they sponsored yeah, the yeah. podcast last time so I'll give them a little shout out there's loads of amazing therapists out there totally that are ready and waiting for you absolutely you know. but and I think as well it's important to note that they're not all the same kind of person either True. so you might don't assume if you've had counsel in the <clears> past it's not going to work for you. It might just be that you didn't find the right person. Absolutely. Or the right way of doing it. There's so many different kinds of therapeutic services. Would yeah. that be the right way yeah. to do it? Whether it be counselling or therapy or CBT or yeah. different routes that you can go down. And actually, and just, if you're paying for it, like, you have the right absolutely. to say, actually, I'm done here yeah, yeah. and I want to try somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. Absolutely. And I think owning your own story owning even the pain that you've been through, but owning your own story and creating a narrative and living a life that you can be proud of are all attached to things like purpose and attached to what makes your life better and braver and living a life that you can look back on because you will one day, you know, we're, we're, we're young, but we're, you know, <laughs> we're aging. <laughs> but you want yeah. to be able to look back and go, actually, you know, at those moments that really mattered, I was brave and courageous enough to live a life that I can be proud of. For sure. Yeah. For sure, that's yeah, so yeah. good. Right then, last question. Okay. So we talked at the beginning about your amazing children. Yeah. And they are. They're just so great. <laughs> I think so. And I remember Creation Fest this yeah. year, 2018. Of course, one of my boys was there. Yeah. With, yeah. He was playing drums and yeah. it was the most beautiful moment when your Matt yeah turned to him and just I don't know he just spoke words of life and I can't quite remember exactly what he said but mm. it was just so profound and amazing yeah. and beautiful and just to hear a father talk to his son yeah publicly in that yeah. way was just yeah. so moving oh. it was gorgeous so you know you've got amazing children you've done an amazing job yeah <clears throat> if you could turn back the clock yeah and go back there to any point in any of their lives. Yeah, would yeah. there be anything that you would have done differently? I had quite a dramatic like change at one point, so I did have to change things. Um, but when I I do have some regrets that I didn't change it sooner. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I can't like you know I can't turn back the clock. But yeah, if we were going to go back there, there was a season when. I'd started a new job and the organisation that I worked for had a lot of administrational needs <laughs> and I love to help. So I started to gather all these things that weren't really my responsibility, but neither were the anybody else's. And I just started gathering all these things. And at that point, I had two young boys, three children under six. Oh. And um, Gracie would be with me. She'd be on my hip. I'd carry her on one hip and my at that point four-year-old who wanted to be carried everywhere by me on the other hip I, I, I was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was bossing the arm muscles and because I committed to what, what always wanted to have a 50-50 split so my my constant like drive at that point was to make sure I was being mum wife employee of the month you know like everything I tried to get it all done be it all do it all say it all fix it all and my yeah. drivers of achiever my drivers of like responsibility of being a helper of wanting to do the greater good just overwhelmed me and I got to a point and it physically funnily enough I wouldn't say mentally impacted me although it did because of afterwards the emotional side of it but I still had brain capacity but my body started physically reacting to the stress of what I'd put it under oh, wow. I was managing ridiculous numbers of departments and just just doing things that I didn't need to do but felt I needed to do because if I didn't nobody else would so it felt like it wasn't a choice of course it was a choice we always have a choice but at that point it felt like it wasn't a choice I had to be here huh. still at that point um, my husband was suffering with some mental health problems himself so mm -hmm. I was sort of managing that at home as well and in a busy job a, a job with profile as well and I was in an executive position in the organization and uh, I started vibrating yeah so do you have, did you ever have a Blackberry phone? Yeah. One of those Blackberries? Yeah. And they vibrated constantly when people were pinging you, messenger, ping, 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 ping. Mm -hmm. I was like, ping. <laughs> ping <laughs> whoever, off. Whoever, exactly. Whoever invented that ping. <laughs> I hope I never meet them. <laughs> so, but I'd be in bed 
Matt would say to me, baby phone's vibrating. And it wasn't, it was me. And I was literally like vibrating. And then- um, Palpitations? Yeah, like palpitations. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> explain to people what's she, what's she going on like, uh, yeah, palpitations and my heart was fluttering and then oh gosh I'm so embarrassed about this my nephew came to me and said I'd been I was, okay so I was also childminding for extra money at the same time no. so yeah I registered as a childminder oh because that? I didn't want to have childcare for my kids but I needed the extra money so I could have done extra hours at work but I didn't I chose to register as a childminder so I'd start work at 6am and take other people's children only one actually and then I'd do, I'd do the school run and then I would do my normal job till 2.30. Then I would come home and pick up a house full of children and then take my own kids home. So it was like the best I could find at that moment. But my nephew came at one point and he said to me, Auntie Claire, your rabbit looks really, really different from our rabbit. And I said, oh, why is that? He went, he looks, he looks quite a bit skinny. You can see his bones. And I said, um, I don't think I fed the rabbit in about two weeks. <laughs> I know, honestly, I was like, at that point, I had the biggest meltdown because Did I just realised I brought the rabbit in, brought the rabbit in the house. He survived, by the way, don't worry. He's, he's fine, people. The rabbit is fine now. <laughs> but he, I brought the rabbit inside, kept him warm, gave him a hot water bottle, fed him and looked after him and, and sorted it out. And, and But it, it was it was a sh- the shock that I needed to realise that you cannot be all, say it all, do it all, fix it all, and neither should you be that. So those two combinations, the physical of me and then the physical of seeing the fact that I was so busy, I had even neglected, like, the family pet. You know? <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> it's it's funny. Is. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I love it how these things can tip us <laughs> yeah. over the edge. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. The rabbit, the like, yeah. you know, emaciated rabbit and the and me <laughs> vibrating in the middle of the night as if I didn't need a bigger signal. <laughs> really good they said to me we can't take things off you Claire because at the moment you will just pick something else up so they said you need to go away and put your own boundaries in place great and I was like actually that's really good piece of advice yeah. so I did and from it was actually around the Christmas time from the January period I changed a few key things like the moment I left work I would switch my phone off and I was no longer at work. So I turned it upside down and then and also I started doing things like emails and things. People that I'd been managing had been had I'd created a bit of a helper cult, a rescue culture. So all of the staff that I managed would CC me into the messages and I would they knew because that that mem- maybe member of staff wouldn't respond. They knew I would for them because I would fix things for them. I'd fix things for everybody. Yeah. So I started saying, although I appreciate your email, I believe this member of staff is more than capable to deal with their own job. And within a couple of weeks, I reduced my inbox by hundreds of emails. No way. Honestly, by hundreds of emails, pressed pause. I went back to a more peaceful place, and it was it was simple, but it was it was like I had to I had to grab some things in my life. Of course, I was still in this executive position, so I had things to manage and do. Of course, I was still childminding, and because we needed that, and of course, I still had my own children and my own husband but my mindset shifted and in that then the things that were the little things that I just didn't need to do I didn't need to bake a cake every time it was a kid's birthday so Betty Crocker became my best friend I didn't need to like I didn't yeah I didn't need to like um peel potatoes every time so I bought frozen mash it was the honestly it was the simple things like that I didn't need to make gourmet food every day for my kids so beans on toast will absolutely be more than sufficient for your needs every day is not a favorite day so things like that that became much much easier for me were the things that were actually driving me mad and driving me to a place where the stress was too much and then some really like you know conversations with people at work about talking about the things that I could move and shift and change that I shouldn't Mm. be doing so yeah it was a good it only took a real maybe six months to turn that around but I can feel myself now when I go back into that state but I can forecast it now yeah much more confident place but yeah I, I would change that I would I would tell if I could go back and tell my younger self something it would be that you don't have to be it all do it all fix it all mend it all you don't have to do any of those things you um do what you can and you do it well you do it to the best and you aspire you aspire for greatness but greatness isn't about excellence it's about just 
just finding the beauty in the things that you can do really, really well. Mm. And if it's you can, so like you've got your team here, yeah. find other people to do it with you that come on the journey with you. and Yeah, for yeah. sure, and help you out along the way. Yeah. yeah, so good. And I think what's interesting about that story is that, you know, we could say, oh, I'll, I'd look back and I'd turn back the clock and I'd change that. But actually, that was such a massive learning yeah, curve yeah, yeah, for absolutely. you yeah. that without knowing how far your body can go, yeah. you pushed yourself You're to the totally absolute right. limit. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know that's the boundary. Yeah, yeah. Now you know, you know right. your capacity. Yeah, you are right. So you can dial it back yeah. and you know the signs yeah. and you know the triggers. And I think it's important if you're listening out there that actually... If you've got yourself to a place of yeah. absolute maximum yeah. capacity, yeah. that's good. That's okay. You know, yeah, now yeah. you know. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's about how do you make the changes yeah, that like Claire made to sort of bring it back into mm. a place where you yeah. can manage it all. Yeah, totally. I think that's fair. I think that's an absolute fair point. I think it's just understanding yourself, knowing what your boundaries are. Sometimes we don't do things because we think we're not capable and we're actually capable of more. You know, you, sometimes yes. you've Actually, sometimes we don't do enough because we're scared that we're not actually. We, it's going to break us, and sometimes we do too much. Yeah, and and it's like yeah. I mean, that's a sliding scale. I think finding I would, that balance. It's finding the balance. It's finding trusted friends who can speak into your life. It's having watching the patterns of your life unfold, being really clear with yourself, being kind to yourself, yeah. understanding, knowing what makes you tick, knowing what makes you what makes you froth, knowing what makes you like happy, knowing what makes you yeah. sad, knowing or owning your own story, mm. owning your own narrative. Mm, yeah, that's really, sure. that's been really important. So yeah, that that would be one that I think that would be the only thing that I feel like I could have, you know, some things in that time. At one point Matt just wrote on the diary, it was so funny. Paper calendar. We don't have one anymore, but we used to always for a year planner. Yeah. And when it got really intense, he got a big black mark, and this is my husband, and he said, "Nothing goes on this calendar without a discussion." <laughs> on every page of the year so it was wow. like there was no way we were he was going to let me he was brilliant he stepped in and just yeah. was really helped me he didn't helped look down on me yeah place. he was like right yeah. babe nothing goes in this calendar without a discussion i'm in this so with you good. Mm. so good well thank you so much how can the listeners connect with you well, you'll always find me on social media. Yes, you are social <laughs> so, media queen. I love it. So, um, life's better done with other people, isn't it? Yeah, for so, sure. So, um, you can find me just Claire Hooper on Instagram. That would be my favourite place for us C- to connect. L A R E. Yeah, no, no I, I. No I. I mean, I've got two eyes, but yeah. no I in my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can find me there. Or I'm busy doing good. Busy doing good. Yeah, and That's we didn't true. even talk about the church that we're planting as well, but maybe we could do that at some other point. Oh, let's quickly talk about oh, the church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Claire okay. and her husband, Matt, are setting up a church in Manchester UK yeah. in the northern quarter yeah, that's tell right. us about what we'll find at your church yeah Kingdom Company is a cool game. name for a church yeah it is isn't it? <laughs> Kingdom <laughs> Company it's it's a place that we have been developing it's an idea it's a space that we're creating it's a church so obviously it's got faith around that but re rediscovering those simple ways of Jesus and um, this man that changed everything he was a he's a history maker you know and, and we've got so tied up with him being part of a religion or a story maybe you understand the story of him at Christmas or maybe you've experienced him as a in a in your own religion or in your own faith but we just wanted to explore a little bit more about that in the church so it'll look like a church it'll feel like a church some of those experiences but very much so it's going to be a creative space and the northern quarter couldn't be more creative mm. right and um, me and Matt, artist and musician, we can't help ourselves. We want we want to do that. It'll be it'll be a, hopefully a safe environment. It'll be a place where you can bring your family, multi generational. Um, it'll be a place where you can connect with other people who understand your faith, but will uh, will help you and and chat to you. A place where you can help and people can help you. Where you can maybe share things and people share things with you. A place where you'll learn where pe- where maybe you'll teach others as well. It's definitely that. It's 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 a collective with a purpose fantastic um, yeah we're so, really excited about that yeah in the new year we're only doing interest meetings at the moment and mm-hmm. um, team church and we're looking at planting the actual church in late 2019 so you can connect with us on through my instagram <clears> as well <throat> or on kingdom company yeah so is it just kingdom company on kingdom instagram kingdom company on yeah. instagram yeah fantastic yeah, again a good place to find us and hang out yeah and would you be willing to share your email address if anyone oh, should sure. drop you a line yeah, where no can worries. they how um so just Email me, Claire Hooper at kingdomcompany.co. 
Just dot co. Dot co. Nice. Yeah, Kingdomcompany.co. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining me today. Thank My you pleasure. for all your inspiration. I feel very uplifted. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, love your energy, Claire. Thank you for being part of my world. Thank you for being oh, part you. of the Lily Joe project. Thank you yeah. for being on the podcast. Yeah, it's great. I'm sure you're that... doing a great work. Oh, thank you so much. But yeah. having people like you around enables this to happen. <laughs> so thank you. On the podcast, we cover a range of sensitive topics and perspectives. Some of the points raised in this episode you may strongly agree with or strongly disagree with. I want to know who you are and what you think. Last season we had so many downloads, but we don't know who you are. I want to get to know you. I really want to hear your thoughts and continue the conversation. And that's why I've created a brand new Facebook group. You can find the link to the group in the podcast description, or you can search for Lily Joe Presents Eavesdrop on Facebook joining the group we would like you to fill out a very short questionnaire and in return you will be entered into our competition for a chance to win some lily joe merchandise plus a day in the studio with us as we record season three of eavesdrop the winner will be announced on friday the 22nd of march so don't miss out on this opportunity to connect in this way i am so excited to get to know you i will see you in the group Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, why not share with your friends? Please check the description box below for extra links and further information to some of the topics discussed in today's episode. Also, you'll find information about what's coming next. For further information, top tips and advice on all kinds of mental health issues, including low mood, anxiety, self-harm, eating disorders and more, please do check out www.thelilyjoeproject.com. You can find my music across all digital platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. See you next time. Throughout 2019 and 2020, I will be touring high schools across the UK and Europe with my Let's Talk About Mental Health interactive and fun workshop. 75% of those with a mental health condition start developing it before the age of 18. That's why I believe it's so important to let young people know what to do if they are struggling with a mental health condition and how to maintain good mental health. If you would like me to lead this workshop at your school, please do get in touch. Email us, admin at thelilyjoeproject.com or why not check out our schools pack, which is www.thelilyjoeproject.com forward slash schools. We can't wait to meet you. Are you feeling stuck? Do you need a little help to get your life back on track? Do you have big dreams but don't know where to start? Why not book a session with me where we can explore together your dreams and turn them into a reality? I offer life coaching to individuals through my unstoppable life coaching business. Why not find a link in the description box below and book today? And don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for an extra 10% off. looking for an interactive workshop on how to overcome low self-esteem for your next festival youth event or schools workshop why not book me lily joe to lead my brand new i am worthy workshop where i teach best practices on how to overcome low self-esteem this workshop is not just for girls but it's for your guys as well find a link in the description box below to book today and don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for 10% off.